the fourth annual Vision Lab Podcast Golf Classic presented by FMTrades.com. Uh, we'll be at the Golf Club of Dallas on June 10th. 10th. Whether you're a beginner or you are a you know scratch golfer, we'd love to have you out there. Uh, remember, this tournament will be benefiting the Leukemia Lymphoma Society as well as the Alzheimer's Association. So, so if you're interested in playing golf with us, uh, come come holler at us. Like I said, you can visit uh, the Vision Lab Golf or you can go to our website, thevisionlabpodcast.com, or shoot us a DM if you want to get in contact with us. If you're interested in sponsoring, please feel free to reach out to us as well. So what's up with the Elvis shirt? Okay, so the Elvis shirt, honestly, he's one of my favorite people as far as performers goes. Okay. Um, so the Elvis movie is actually my favorite movie. Okay. And um, I, I have to say it kind of was like a catalyst after I watched that movie. I just got so inspired that I became obsessed with Elvis um, and all of his music um, and the passion that he puts into his music. So I was like, you know what? I got to rep my guy when I come on the podcast. Yeah. So. Uh, passion is everything, and you know I, I'm I'm very grateful. We'll get into it here in a little bit, but you know it's it's been a minute since we we had a chance to chop it up. Almost two years. I know. You know. Yeah, two years. Wow. I feel like we've both been like heads down working on our stuff. Yeah. You know, meeting cool people, but also really focusing too. So 100%. that's kind of where I've been at, and it's cool to get to connect again. Shout out to hype. Hype house. Shout out to hype. Oh <laughs> back in gosh. the day, it's kind of weird saying like two years ago is back in the day. Is that can yeah. we say that? It's full yeah, circle. we can. Though. It's full just circle. crazy yeah. though because it doesn't feel like it's been that long either. Yeah. Like and, and what's crazy is that Mo is responsible for all of this. He doesn't even realize it because mm. shout out to Jules. Shout out oh to Jules. Shout out to Jules. Yeah. So uh, that's how all this got started and how we yeah. got linked up. But we'll, we'll get into all that here in a bit. Uh, welcome back to the Vision Lab podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Cuffey, alongside my co-host, Mr. Ryan Mosley. The Vision Lab is the official growth mindset podcast for all visionaries worldwide. And guess what? We're showing mad love to the cigar community. It's here in the lab where we uncover people's visions and dreams and how those dreams actually come into reality. Folks, it's all about tapping into and becoming the absolute best versions of ourselves through self-discovery, self-examination, and self-actualization. Mo, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. This is my girl from a couple years ago. We, we chopped it up, and I'm so grateful and honored to have her jump into the lab with us. Tell us, tell the visionaries, who do we have on the show today? Cuff, today's guest is a native of North Carolina, currently residing in Fort Worth. Uh, she is the founder of the Loud Social Media Agency. Please welcome Anna Berenger to the Vision Lab podcast. Hey. <laughs> welcome, 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 and thank you, and good morning. Thank you. Thank 
Thank you so, so much. So I, I'm tremendously honored that, A, you answered, um, and, and we finally got this to, to happen. Um, I know we had talked about it <clears throat> a couple of years ago. Um, super excited. You know, obviously, we worked together for a short period of time um, at Hype House, and that's where I came to know you and your incredible work ethic. Um, and you have a story, and we're going to get into that here shortly. Um, but before we do that, I want to get into who you are, right? Mm, and, yeah. and, and why you're here, why you're in the lab with us, right? Yeah. So um, first and foremost, who is Anna Berenger? Mm, that's a really, really good question. Good. We I love start it. Right oh, wait, you know what? Listen, listen. And I'm so honored that you that you're smoking with us too. And she oh was like, "Yeah, gosh, yeah, I smoke all yes. the time." Yeah, this is honestly the I can't think of a better way to share a story yeah. than over cigars and a good drink yes. like, with good company. This yes. is perfect. Listen, so. cheers to you. Cheers to that. Cheers to you guys. Let the record show the a- let the record show the cuffs not make me a drink before we started this podcast. <laughs> Man, we had we had Cuffy 30 minutes before we went, we we even got on the air and you could have made a drink. It's okay. We'll get it done. We'll, 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 we'll make sure the partners take take care of. Understood. Oh, that's so, too funny. Okay. Uh, thank you for smoking with us yeah. and hanging out. Um, like I, like I said, I'm I'm super excited, stoked about this. But but who for the, for our visionaries, and that's what we call our our, our, our people, our tribe, right? Um, who is Anna Berenger? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, so I think the core of me is just a creator. I love to create. And I love to, whether it's something artistic, whether it's in my business, creating a new business, um, that's just the core of my DNA is to create things and beautiful things. Um, Outside of that, I also love, I have a deep love of people. So I'm a lover and I, I love to mix my two passions of creating and loving to help others to create dreams and realize those dreams of their own as well. So that's kind of um, that's the core of me. Um, I would say that I'm very, very much so. I'm intuitive, okay. very intuitive. Um, I feel like I have a very good sense of who people truly are at their core, right. and I'm always going to be the person to say, "Hey, who are you right now? Let me love you for whoever the fuck you are." Right, right. And then let me also get to know you well enough, create a safe space for you to understand your dreams, and then help to push you towards that direction too. Cause I feel like that's how people find the, the most happiness. So that's just, that's who I am that's is, beautiful. yeah, it's just those three things are such a very vital part of my personality. I absolutely love it. So, so where did this um, attitude, if you will, kind of come about where, you know, you care about people and pe- seeing people succeed and be successful within their own walk. Like where did that, where did that stem from? I think a lot of it is I love people and I see people how I want to be seen. Okay. Um, so I just, there's a lot of pain behind my personality that we'll kind of dig into. Yeah. But man, I am an achiever from day one birth. I don't know where the fuck it comes from. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I just want to be seen and loved for who I am. And I want to, for others to kind of encourage me the way that I want to encourage them so it's kind of me mirroring back to others what I want for myself too I just I know that that pain that I feel is probably pain that other people feel too so first of all that's dope um 
you know, when we, before we, we put the cameras on, you were kind of yeah. asking about like how and why we started the Vision Lab and things along that nature. And I kind of gave you a little uh, personal anecdote and story about, you know, me and, and having this suppressed voice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not having an outlet. You know, you, you being a creative or and, and touching lives and talking to people, how important do you think it is for people to be able to express their innermost thoughts and feelings and, and, you know, desires? It's life or death. It's like you're either doing that or you're dead, Yeah. honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that that's like if we turn the volume up all, all the way to the highest degree, that's what I feel. I feel that people are either living and, you know, living how they're supposed to be living or they're really, really unhappy. Mm. So I think that for me it's just how can I help more people to – live happily and to actually live rather than you know have the volume or not being muted yeah being muted well it's tough right because you know we we live in such a fast-paced world right and a lot of us that are sitting in corporate seats um we have this creativity we have this imagination we have these dreams and desires that we want to see manifest but we're we're beholden to the corporate world or the corporate uh, role. Some of us have families. Some of us, um, you know, are, are, are trying to aspire to be greater than what we are. But oftentimes when we're in those settings, you know, our voice is suppressed. It's like, hey, you, you need to push this paper. You need to make this sale. You need to crank you know, this, project, crank this out. project out, what, whatever it is, right? And so often we, we get inundated and, and – um, trapped in that that hamster wheel you know we've talked about this a bunch right um it's it's so it's sad you know that we don't live the life of fulfillment and we don't live that life that that's on a high frequency you know what i mean and i know you're you're smiling i know exactly what you're about to say because you you left that space it's it's april i did leave that space thank god and it's april yeah you know, God bless all the all the all of you who are out there. You know, doing QBR reports and things like that. Yeah. God bless you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I mean, it's it's interesting because you know we 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 put ourselves through this right, and then we suppress our voice. Yes. And then we look back and we're like, well, damn, twenty years have gone by, thirty years have gone by, or whatever, however however old you are. Yeah. And and you're sitting there, you and you become a shell of who you were. So that's kind of the, one Ooh, of the yeah. reasons, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like why why we why we open up and, and started the podcast because I, I wanted to give a voice to the voiceless, but really, you talked about mirroring yourself. Yeah. Truthfully, visionaries, I wanted to to have my own voice back again. Yeah. Like I wanted to be able to speak authentically, mm. um, unencumbered with you know, HR or, or having yeah. to worry about what the fuck somebody's going to say. You know, I, I'm always going to be respectful and, and, and try to, like, highlight the best things about people and things along that nature because that's kind of, like, my core. Mm-hmm. But but I was just so tired of being – I don't like the word censored in this particular space, but I, I, I didn't feel – I felt like I had a um, – a muzzle. A muzzle. Exactly right. I well, felt like I had a muzzle. And I think a lot of people feel like that. To both of your points, and she, she hit the nail on the head in regards to people being able to live at the full volume of things. Um, that's what people, you know, have, have vices, if you will. Like they have they, they it's people trying to find an outlet yep. to let all that come out. Yeah. You know, people some people turn to drugs or alcohol it's or sex out, or yeah. whatever 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 it is they channel that 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 uh, that restricted energy into they they find some type of outlet now you can choose to make it constructive or destructive 
But when she's talking about that, that's that's why people get into certain things with her because they've got to find a way for that that pent up energy that's shackled within them or muzzled to get mm-hmm. out. But I think it's yeah. also important to to recognize that if if there's something that's gyrating inside of you, right? Like that. That's that, a good word. Yeah, that is a good <laughs> word. Um, that 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 wants to get out. There's a reason for that, right? Like I believe, I firmly believe that God has a purpose for everybody's life, yeah, right? I and if, if if you feel so pent up and you feel suppressed and you, and you don't you don't feel like you can get that positive energy out. There's a reason why that's like bundled up inside of you because you're supposed mm-hmm. to, yeah. you know. And so, uh, as we talk to, and obviously you, you're, you're younger, right? So like, this generation, what is this generation? Gen Z is is that? Am I saying that right? I, I don't I don't so, know. I think I'm like a millennial slash Gen Z. Yeah, she's okay. like probably like right there yeah. on the border. But but it's all about creativity, right? Like you yeah. got social media. Obviously, we're definitely going to talk about that. But yeah. like, it's all about getting that that out, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 um being creative and accepting your creativity uh, on whatever level or wherever you are on the spectrum yeah you know so i'm curious because we are about a generation apart mm-hmm. okay yeah when you look at the landscape of of the world like we didn't grow up with cell phones right no um barely, I, I, didn't, barely. I, I had my cell phone i got my first cell phone as a freshman in college to put things in perspective okay where how 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 important is uh creativity from the from the perspective of you know social media Mm. so from the perspective uh, i think i'm okay all right um from the perspective of social media can you clarify like yeah like like obviously you grew up in a social media age right Mm -hmm. and we're talking about creativity and and suppression Mm -hmm. okay but but you grew up not having you have an outlet yeah through various social media platforms yeah that that's that's new to our generation mm-hmm. right yeah um how how was that kind of growing up because it, it also creates different pressures than what we had to deal with like we had normal type of bullying and things like that mm-hmm. but now you got like cyber bullying but you also have a creative outlet that, that can say hey i'm artistic or hey i, I believe in this that and the third right like I'm yeah. just curious from your your seat, mm-hmm. you know, being younger than us. Yeah. Like what that was like. Yeah, I think that um, honestly, I'm really grateful for social media because ultimately, it's kind of showed us what's possible with life too. At some capacity, you know, we could take inspiration from what we see, but we can also, you know, the mental games behind it after you know scrolling for too long. And then seeing all of this amazing stuff, you can either choose, hey, I'm going to take inspiration from it. Or if you're having a really shitty day, it's just going to, you know, kill the creativity. It's going to kill your view on yourself, which ultimately does lead to killed creativity um, in my belief. So I think it's ultimately I'm grateful for it. um, And I do think that it's a powerful tool, but it also has to have its place, too. Um, I think it could actually skew people's voices at times, too, because you're actually living and showing yourself for the validation of what the other people can you know give you hey they're gonna like this type of post so before you know it you've had a long day and you're just trying to get validation so you start to post stuff that actually isn't even you Mm. and that's kind of what I've run into and I have a social media business at times and I still post stuff just because I feel like at times it might resonate with someone um or 
How do you manage that? Because you're aware of it. Like you work in the industry. Like so, you're aware, you're aware of all the different. My cigar keeps on going out. <laughs> you're good. You're you're aware of like all the different doors that yeah. that social media can lead people down, right? So how do you manage it internally? Like for for Anna, like not the businesswoman, but like the person. How do you manage to like keep that in order? In order so so you can be sharp for your for your clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think um, for me, I it's kind of a regular thing that I check in with myself and say, hey, am I being authentic online? Um, and sometimes it takes. Sometimes it's just not the time for me to be on social media, if I'm being honest. If I'm focusing more on the business side of loud agency, um, then I'm spending less time on my personal and sharing my own voice. And I'm actually spending more on like, hey, you know, how am I elevating my clients in this season and, you know, pushing their voice out on social media. So it's kind of it's interesting. I just I see it differently now. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Well, no, it's it's there's no right or wrong answer. What was your. What was your watershed moment in the sense where you realized, like, hey, I have to monitor that aspect of it all? Because running a social media agency, like, you know, there, there's a part of your life that is truly dedicated to social media in one form or fashion or another, right? Mm-hmm. So what was your your fork in the road moment where you're like, okay, yes, I'm in this, but, like, I have to manage it to make sure I keep Anna the person in order? Honestly, if I'm being so I, I mentioned earlier that I was pretty intuitive as a person. Mm-hmm. So before I even got on social media, you know, actually that's a lie. So social media at first, it was just kind of a platform. Instagram especially was, you know, you could be whoever you wanted to be and nobody really cared about performing for anyone. Right. And then over the years it got a little bit more intense and as it started to get more intense and more competitive and more flashy and more, you know, about the aesthetics of things, um, that's when I started to realize, hey, you know, I've got to be careful of how this is affecting my mindset. Um, and I could see that very quickly. Um, so, yeah. You know, mindset is the one of the core pillars of, of, of this show. Um, and I mentioned it a little bit before, cyberbullying. You, you talked about, you know, the hashtag doing it for the gram, right? Doing it for yeah. the clicks, mm-hmm. uh, doing yeah. it for the likes. I'm curious as you're trying to be authentic, right, mm-hmm. and, and, and project that authenticity, um, what is your advice to young folks or younger people, right, that are involved in social media and not understanding how it does affect you mm-hmm. psychologically? Mm. Because what I hear you saying is yeah. you got to have some type of boundaries and then you, you have to be disciplined she had the awareness to not let it turn into a monster. 100%. Yeah. But you have to be disciplined her going to do that. Back to her being intuitive. Yeah. Um, I think you got to, there's a time and a place I do regularly. I regularly cleanse from social media. I'll literally delete the app, get off of it, um, you know, let my team run our clients' accounts um, and just cleanse because um, you have to have that time to know yourself outside of the platforms. And if anyone's kind of questioning, hey, you know, who am I as a person and they're so lost, I'd say put the apps down for a little bit. Just go do what the fuck you like for a few days. Like, go sing. If you like to sing, go hang out with your friends. Just connect back to yourself and, you know, maybe journal for a little bit too. Hey, who am I outside of all this noise? And that's kind of like, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier too. With, if you... If you're caught up in the noise of life, which is responsibilities, you know, your your nine to five that you might not like, that kind of shit, it'll pull your attention. If you don't, life will live itself for you. Mm. If you don't put 
shit down and just reflect, take time to, you know, connect back to yourself outside of all the noise. So Anna, um, I know that there's, you're obviously a very, very successful at loud agency and we're going to touch on that, but I want to go a little bit deeper uh, into the deeper depths of the waters, right. And talk about your past because there's a story there, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's yeah. important for people to understand it. And, and and ultimately, what we're looking to do here on the Vision Lab is to inspire people, right? Mm-hmm. No matter where you are, where you are currently in life, or where you're trying to go, I think that uh, we always talk about leaving nuggets of wisdom on the trail of life, right? So, talk to us a little bit about your story because there's some pain that exists, and there's some overcoming of adversities mm-hmm. that exist, right? So, if you don't mind, uh, I want to be a, a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah. Let's let's talk that. about your story. Yes. Um, do we need do we need Kleenex or tissue? We might. Who okay. knows where we're gonna go? We let's might get go it. A little, mm-hmm. Go a little rogue. Here, yeah. But um, yeah. So my story, um, it kind of starts. I say a good starting point is honestly in college. Um, <clears throat> well, let's back it up a little bit. So, I've always, like I said, been a performer, an achiever very hard on myself, um, but also it's it's all kind of behind the scenes. Nobody would know that I'm hard on myself. You know, you just kind of see me and you're like, oh, she's so bright, fun. She seems to just like breeze through shit, you know, and I got really good at being whoever people wanted me to be, if I'm being honest. It's kind of addicted to validation from others. That's a lot of my story is, you know, waiting for the applause, doing whatever kind of got the applause you know that's kind of my upbringing is does the applause it's a validation but does it mean anything to you if that makes sense like like i i know what you're talking about like as Mm -hmm. a former athlete like you do it to to get the attaboy yeah but the attaboy is never good enough yeah it's like okay i appreciate it coach or thanks mom thanks dad or or whatever But, but like does the validation mean what what did the validation mean to you Honestly, it was an instantaneous kind of like high rush, but it was empty at the end of the day, you know, and it was just on to the next, on the next validator. And that honestly is part of why I feel I've been able to be so successful is because it was always on to the next, on to the next. But it can also lead to kind of like an empty existence at the end of the day because, you know, validation is not what I believe breeds fulfillment or happiness, or joy, or love, or any of that, you know? Um, you, guess, so, you got stuck living by the cheers, and at that, that point... Living was, by the cheers, so I wasn't living, like... Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you peep the gym? Validation doesn't bring fulfillment. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I thought that's, uh-uh. that's solid. Yeah, it does not. So that's how I was living my life up until I got to college. Then I got to college, and I had no clue what the fuck I was going to do. I was um, looking for a major nothing was interesting to me like just straight up like if I would play out my life and say do I want to you know go at anything full force like just nothing was really felt like my path I felt like I was meant to do something very different that I had never seen before and that was really hard for me as someone that was always living for praise and validation it was like okay well if I'm not doing anything that's worthy of the validation, then I'm like, who am I? Who am I? Who am I outside of all that noise? Where the fuck am I going to go next? So there was a lot of, um, that was a hard season for me was when I truly, I knew who I was and I knew what I was capable of. 
um, as far as, you know, hey, I've done this in the past and I'm good at these types of things. I knew those things, but I didn't know what was next. I didn't know where to direct all of my capabilities at. You spoke of an emptiness. What did that emptiness look like? Um, it looked like me not feeling connected or creating anything. It just looked like, you know, I was deciding my major, was in between, didn't have a life path figured out. It, there was a lot of, I just, my life felt gray at that time. Why? That's the best way I can describe it. Why did it, it feel gray? Because I wasn't channeling my spirit into anything. Like I wasn't channeling my energy into anything that I felt was meaningful at the time. And that's what made the limbo season so hard of trying to figure out what was, what was next. Um, and I'd say that it's funny, as silly as it is, the first thing that actually lit something up inside of me was seeing Tony Robbins speak. Mm. Shout out to Tony <laughs> I Robbins. I love Tony. I love Tony. And I loved the way that he, um, I actually watched I'm Not Your Guru Okay. by Tony Robbins. Have yeah. you guys seen it? Yeah. yeah. yeah parts okay. of it. I haven't parts seen the whole thing. It, yeah. yeah. Is this when he was in Florida? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. So this is like a documentation of Date with Destiny this huge event where people go and they find themselves, they find, you know, their life's purpose, or maybe they just dial into that next level of life. And I saw that and I was like, holy shit, that's my spirit. Like that is what I'm here to do is to be that kind of like an energy force to the world. But I'm a college student at the time. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to bridge the gap between college student and this fucking Tony Robbins motherfucker? Like how? Um, so I just continue watching Tony Robbins and, um, I, I also, I think at the time I saw this company called Social Revolt Agency come up. They're a marketing agency here in Dallas. Um, and it was kind of these two things that started to pique my interest at the same time, which was like public speaking, Tony Robbins, and then also like marketing was something that became on my radar um, in college. And I was just curious about it. So I think that a lot of finding your vision in life is just leaning into those curiosities and saying, you know what, I'm just going to go explore this out of pure curiosity's sake. And what I didn't know at the time was that that was actually how I was going to find my life path was by following those curiosities. But at the time, I was like, I didn't think anything of it. I just was like, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. It was very hard on myself. So, And you've used that term a lot, mm -hmm. being hard on yourself. 22, 23, 24 years old. Yeah. What does being hard on yourself look like? Mm. We, we talked offline. Let me give you some perspective. Yeah. Um, we talked offline about some of the episodes that we've done in the past. By the way, visionaries, if you're enjoying the episode this far, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. And if you're on uh, any, you know, Spotify uh, or Google Podcasts, make sure you share the episode. Catalog um, is strong. But but we, we talked a little bit about some of the catalog and the interviews that we've done in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, the deep, dark moments where mom and dad, boyfriend, sister, brother, whomever, mm -hmm. they don't know about, like, when you are by yourself. Mm. What did those moments look like? So last night, I slept in a closet. Oh. Straight up. Fetal position in the closet. Like, slept. And I slept in there because I had worked so hard that I was exhausted and everything was stimulating to me. Like even the noise of Austin coming back into the, the bedroom, um, it pissed me off so much that I was going insane. I went 
road because I, I haven't been able to sleep. I haven't, you know, I, I've been struggling. Just I'm always, not always, but there's moments where I get so overwhelmed that I don't know how to function. And, um, yeah, so I slept in the closet and Austin slept in the bed. And um, I finally woke up and I kind of come out of the the dark, like, trance that I was in and um, around like 6 30 I like went over and snuggled with them and opened up myself again for like love but I was so frustrated with myself after a really long hard day and I was like how the fuck am I gonna get through this next day so when you it's one of them when you <laughs> find yourself sleeping in a closet and you you come out the other side of it right and you're gonna come and get back in the bed at a certain point like you know you have some clarity on it right yeah one what did going through that teach you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, how does how, how how do you avoid getting to that deep of a place again? Or better yet, mm-hmm. do you want to avoid that? Oh, I'm because sure she there's does. Creativity yeah, that can, yeah. no, but there's creativity that can be born. Being creative, sleep, sleeping in the closet is no, probably but there's not the creativity best. Creativity that can yeah. be born from that. You this know what I mean? Like, like, there's some kind of like Aaron, I e Aaron Rodgers oh, or yeah. or Jake Paul. No, but, <laughs> yeah, man there's beauty in feeling it there yeah really is. and like that's what i'm starting to to realize like i would say out of the whole time that i've had the business which has been like five years um i've only had maybe six or seven times where i really broke down um and here lately it's like in the past year like have i've probably broke down the most like five times at least <laughs> so so uh, we're peaking right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um there's there's two points that that i want to extract from yeah. w- where we are right now in this conversation um we we touched on it in that i think a lot of times when we're in these dire straits right we want to avoid them mm-hmm. it's human nature f- fight or flight yes you know what i mean yeah. but i think being in those moments, being accepting of those moments, right? That's where your creativity can flow from. Yes, right? I fully um, agree. That's where we can. Gr- that's that's being stretched. Mm-hmm. That that that's growth, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times we, you know, growth mindset, another core pillar of of the show, right? Um, people don't understand that that's when you're actually growing when yeah. you're being stretched and, mm-hmm. and you, you're forced you, to be resourceful. Yeah. You, you can't think you can't sleep. You're anxious about it. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting cause as a believer and as a person of faith, like you should never be anxious about anything because yeah. I believe in God and so on and so forth. But you need to understand where you are in that, in that space and that, in that time, uh, in that time in your life. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where the creativity can be spawned yeah. um, if you allow it to. Now, if you succumb to it, right, then then it could be detrimental, right? Then it could be uh, depression and things along that yes, nature. And yeah. we're not we're not advocating depression. If anybody is is, is suffering de- from depression, please seek uh, professional help. help. Professional yeah. help, hundred percent. But I think that's where creativity is truly, truly born, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the second thing I'm curious is, as you were in this state, if you will, um, do you want to get out of that 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 fetal position in the closet, or is it, hey, this is my moment? You know what I'm saying? Like, like Honestly, I got to figure this shit out while I'm here. 
Well, and, and, and I guess the other part of that, I'm sorry, is why, why am I here? Do you ever reflect and say, like, well, why, why am I feeling anxious about this? Is this because of social media? Mm, yeah. Nah, it's more the, the business, I think, for me. It was okay. just like, you know, that was pure exhaustion was what last night was. It was just tired because I've been working so hard. I think um, for me, it's I've learned that there's I feel like everybody needs a safe space to be not okay for like a certain amount of time. Please say that again. Everybody needs a space to be not okay for a certain amount of time. And I've been blessed that actually in this past week I've had, you know, I was in the fetal position last night and a few days ago, like five days ago, I had probably the worst breakdown that I've ever had as a business owner. And it, in that time, I was blessed enough to have my best friend, Brooke, by my side. And then Austin actually drove all the way back. He was out um, working out in Midland. And he drove all the way back home just to support me. And Shout let out me, to Austin. Shout out to Austin. <laughs> shout out to the OG. Find someone that loves you unconditionally. Huh. He's wonderful. Um, but everybody needs those people around them that love them unconditionally and let them not be okay for, like, you know, I knew that. I needed that time, but I wasn't defined by that time. It was, you know, I knew it had an end date. It was going to be, you know, just need to let it out sometimes, you know. So that's what I needed. This, as a CEO of a social media company, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how I want to phrase this because there's there's a lot of depth to what she just said, and I'm hoping that visionaries are like, hey, ask this question, right? Especially as a CEO slash as a uh Zenio, whatever fuck Gen X, whatever fuck y'all are. Um, (laughs) I think there needs to be some type of recognition that, hey, you're not supposed to have it all figured Mm -hmm. out. Yeah, I'm 41, right? And I'm going through some personal things in my in my in my personal life, right? And I think that. For our generation, a lot of the times you looked up at mom, dad, grandparents, so on and so forth, and you said, man, they have it, they have it figured out. Like, yeah. h- how do they know, right? But, but if you truly look behind the curtain, they, they didn't. They were figuring yeah. it out. And Mo, Mo loves to say this, and I'm going to give a shout-out to my partner. You know, y- you build the parachute on the way down. Yep. Um, but but how, how much do you think people don't understand or comprehend that we're just all figuring this out Mm, oh my gosh we all forget and i like i said i'm intuitive but i forget all the time and social media is so good for that they make you think that everybody has everything figured out you see the finished product yeah you see the finished product and that's honestly why a lot of people are internally spiraling whether they want to address it or not because they're seeing that and they're like how am I not there? And that's when the comparison starts to eat away at self-esteem. And that's when the negative self-talk creeps in. And that's when you actually stray from your God-given purpose because you're suddenly focused on, you know, who everybody else is. And you're like, okay, well, how do I get that as soon as possible? And then you just, it's a path of distractions and just leads you astray. So let me balance this out right quick. Right. Cause we're talking about some of the buzzwords that we hear a lot nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Safe space. And yeah. you know, it's okay not to be okay. And I believe in all that. Yeah. But I also think there's also, there's an element of responsibility, mm. responsibility, 
being realistic in the sense like you know people say you 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 don't it's okay to not have it all figured out yeah i think there's and this is a society thing i think there's an element where and, and it might it's, it's more than just a generational thing i just think we as as a society i mean you can speak this being in the social media business mm-hmm. we also have to understand that and and you and i know this personally like if it was just easy, everyone would be great at what they're doing. Yeah. Like if you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, whatever your pursuits in life are, if it's worth having, you're going to have to grind a little bit for it. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. There's a such thing as, you know, working smarter, not harder. There's a such thing to where like, okay, you, you don't have to, to, to necessarily go through all the trials and tribulations. If, if you have a roadmap, you can follow and avoid some pitfalls. Yep. But we're in this microwave society where people can push buttons and next thing you know, they're living their, their dreams. Right. But I think to have something that's really worth having, that's really going to withstand the test of time. We have to understand as a society that like, it ain't the, the game's not designed for you to crack, crack it, you know, by taking two steps. Nope. And yeah. It's, nope. it's not cheat code. Yeah. yeah. You, just can't, you know, put, you know, a B B Y. So, so what, work. so what you're yeah. saying is, Hey, y'all grew up with cheat codes. Doesn't mean that just because you're struggling, you know what I mean. Like you're you're not gonna go through it. I would say enjoy and enjoy the struggle, enjoy the process, right? Yes, you know, yeah. you know struggling is not fun. Like you know, but if you have already made up in your mind, like I'm gonna be good at this, then embrace everything that comes with it because ultimately it'll you'll appreciate it more on the on the other side. Or as you no, say, that's yeah, big true. facts, bro. As you say, hey, what what you want is on the other side of hard. Yep. Like, fear. Or fear. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. What you want is on the other side of fear. So, so true. yeah. Like just get get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. I and mean, I maybe I'm seeing that. No, no, listen, that's a show within itself. Like yeah. kudos to you because I, here's the thing I struggle with, right? Because right now, our generation is kind of caught between the two. Yeah. And I shouldn't say caught, but we 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 we're we in see the middle of the two. Of the yeah. mm-hmm. So you got the older generation that's like, hey, tough it out, figure it out. We did it, yeah. right? You got this younger generation that's like, oh, well, shit, shit's hard, and I, I maybe this isn't for me, right? And, yeah. and it's got to be somewhere, you know, a balance totally. between the two. And then I think our generation is actually split, which is super, super interesting, at least from my perspective, right? Um, and I, and I, I don't want to say I struggle with, but I think about that. Like, just because it's hard, or just because I'm in a trying season or difficult season, season, and that season could be five or ten years, right? You know, doesn't mean that that my purpose is not divine. Doesn't mean that my purpose isn't to be X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I think a lot of times we look at the trial, the tribulation, the struggle. You know, we talk about this offline about the you know. It's stretching you, and, and you really want it, whether it's going to test you to, to find out whether or not you yeah, really I mean, want that, it. That guy told us four or five yeah. years ago on some on some business stuff we were working yeah. on. He was but, like, "I love it, but you but, guys are going to get stretched." So but get, it, you, so, message to everybody listening: No matter what age group you're in, if you're trying to get something accomplished, no matter what it is, you know, whatever your pursuits in life are, you need to understand that the universe is going to going to test you to see if you really are yes. serious about what you're trying to get done like it's not meant just to just turn over for you at the moment's notice like just because you say you want to do it, like all right well pr- prove it show me you really are quote unquote about that life yeah and that's yeah. The, that's the challenge right like it's going to test you it's going to stretch you 
But if you give up on it, hey, we know that that wasn't for you, right? But I think a lot of the times, and I'm not throwing zennials or whatever fuck y'all are under the bus. I'm just saying that it's so easy to say, oh, well, that's not for me. You know what I mean? Mm. And and I think that, that, like, being in our generation, I think we see both sides of the spectrum. Like, it doesn't have to be so fucking difficult, yeah. you know, that you devote your life and 40 years of work you know work life 50 years of work life to it but at the same time it doesn't mean that after 40 days you need to quit because it's challenging let me introduce a phrase to the show come on with it cry about it later on cry about it later on my grandmother used to tell us that all the time like yeah. you know something gets hard or whatever but you know i love it needs that to be, but if you know it needs to be done hey cry about it later on yeah like, ultimately yeah. like it's got to get done yeah cry yeah. about it later on yeah. i want to i want to i want to pivot but I want to stay in the same lane, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Go ahead. Loud agency, right? Yeah. You're the CEO. Yeah. You're young, beautiful, talented. Yeah. Ch- you know, y- you got it. everything. Like, the world is, is your oyster. It's in the palm of your hand. What do? You, how are you communicating this to your clients? Mm, communicating. Like, the challenges that exist is, as far as creating a brand. Yeah. How are you communicating, the, you know, what's on the other side of social media? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are responsibilities as a CEO of a, a social media agency because yeah. I want to get into loud, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, like what do those social responsibilities look like for you? Um, so I'm pretty close with every single one of my clients. Um, I care about them, you know, as a client and also as a business owner too. There's certain struggles that just come with owning a business. And I think that that kind of gives us an edge when we're talking with people we're not looking at just you know hey what are we going to post tomorrow on social media it's like hey you as a business owner what do you care about where you know what types of initiatives do you want to bring to life this year and then planning that out I mean that's the thing a lot of times we kind of have these counseling sessions with these business owners when we set up these strategy meetings where we start talking about social media then it gets to the end of you know the session and it's like hey how did you um, how did you navigate training your team? Those types of things, like it just we're kind of coaching as we go along with each one of our clients. So this is kind of off the cuff, right? No go pun intended, Cuffy. right? Oh. Hey, um, do you feel a sense of responsibility for ROI or sales for mm. for your clients? Yes, absolutely. Um, I just think that, so I built my social media business through social media. We actually, the majority of the sales do come from TikTok right now is where a lot of, we're seeing a lot of traction. Then of course referrals, just because we've been around for a little while. Um, but at the end of the day, I understand that business is built on ROI. So if we're not, you know, translating, if we're not bringing our clients ROI, then I understand how that's a, crummy investment that's why we're really good on analytics too and we make sure that we're tracking link clicks and making sure that you know there are transactions happening for our clients too that's awesome that's awesome oh the world i used to live in god bless you but 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 it's the world you used to live in but it's the world that we all live in now Mm, ain't that the truth you know what i mean like Mm um i i I just got a brand new shout out to my samsung galaxy 23 ultra Uh, you know enjoyed life (laughs) In the, 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 yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, yeah the group chats are not fun because he's, I, yeah, he's, I, I need to yeah, check because yeah. I hit a I hit a I hit a heart or a light button or a thumbs up button. Uh, did. did it go through? Yes, it said Cuffy Light. Yes. Yeah. 
So we in this thing. Hey, Welcome somebody. to the 21st century. No, comes. we in this thing. Goodness yeah. But hey, listen, I hadn't upgraded my phone in seven years. Well, these these business ventures that we have our hands in, what, what is the deal we've made? We get a certain number, you will get an iPhone, correct? I'll get another phone number, <laughs> but I'm not getting rid of my Jordan. Oh, my gosh. No, she I'm not. It. No, it's Jordan life forever, <laughs> man. Listen, <laughs> black sheep. You know That's what I mean? Yeah, hey, don't, be a, don't be a sheep is his phrase. <laughs> okay, yeah. Y'all yeah. Yeah, okay. are sheep. It's all good, hey, though. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit about being tracked. <laughs> I, I, listen, who am I? You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, uh, I, I just got a new phone, right? And so social media is is so apparent. It's not going anywhere. Um, I'm curious. What what? What are you teaching, and we're not trying to give away trade secrets, yeah, but what can. are you teaching your your clients on how to garner more more influence on social media? Mm, that's a good question. Or you can give a holistic view on like, hey, this is kind of who we are and what we do. No, yeah, well, yeah. So Go ahead and do that. <laughs> well, but the <laughs> reason why I say that is because, like, I, I don't want to be service level in the sense of, like, you know, if you have a social media person on your show, like, you know, you're going to ask those type of questions. But I, I want to know, like, the raw, like, what are you doing for your clients? Exactly. Well, the the kind of edge about loud is that we, everything that we produce is very aesthetically pleasing, like very, I like to call it sexy because that's just a fun word. But it's true. Like, if it's not sexy, then it's not going to sell. And what I mean by that is that, you know, all of our photography videography, any post that we create is going to have to be visually appealing, very beautiful. Um, we take inspiration from the top of the top companies like Apple and Tesla, like we like sleek, sexy designs. Mm -hmm. um, and we're also breaking into the music industry too. So we're having some fun with that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the blend of like, okay, what is your secret sauce as a company? Let me understand that. Like, why do people want to work with you? And what is your unique client experience? And then let me showcase that in the most beautiful way that we possibly can that is going to resonate with your target audience. Um, so we get to know whoever their target audience is, what their secret sauce is, and then we kind of take that information. We get some photographers out there to get some good coverage, um, put together mood board and aesthetic. And uh, where, did, where did you learn all this? Because yeah. based off of what I know about you and our conversation, or at least being on the podcast, right, like, you uh you didn't go to school for this yeah no i so i actually went to unt for communication studies and psychology and i did that because i was scared of um i would have gotten like a marketing or a business degree but i was scared of the math classes so i was like let me just avoid that uh, make sure them checks are clear though right? I, they are yeah they are <laughs> that's all that matters um, <laughs> um but that's a story that's another funny story Ooh. I got a lot of marketing internships in college, actually. I just stacked a bunch of them because I told you that I was interested in Tony Robbins and then had an inkling of like, hey, I need to check like check out marketing as a career path. Just curious about it. So I stacked, a, um, first internship was at a place called Think Branded Media, and that was my first social media internship. Then I did a more corporate kind of internship at a corporate marketing agency called DexYP. And then I went to this agency called Social Revolt Agency, and I would say that that's where I learned the most hands-on, not just of you know social media, but sales, of admin work, of business structure. The nuts of and bolts. Nuts and bolts, running a team. I actually, at the time, um, 
I was running the internship program there too. I had been hired on as a, an account coordinator. And then, so not only was I trusted with our biggest social media accounts, but I was also trusted with um, leading the interns too. So that was where I was kind of thrown into, um, it was a smaller boutique agency. So it was a lot of hands-on experience with not just marketing, but the business as well. Wearing all the hats. Yeah, all the hats. That's where I met John too. John was working at Social Revolt Agency. Oh, was he? Yeah, and I worked closely with him too. And that's- Genius. Gosh, he's a genius. Yeah, one of of the most, the most brilliant mind that I probably know as far as, you know, how yeah, quickly his mind he is works. A, he is a sharp cat. He's Project management, crazy smart. So I'm a sponge, and I sponged everything there. And then after a year and a half at Social Revolt Agency, um, that's when I actually found a business partner um, who I'm no longer with but still love. And we thought that we could do it on our own. And I would not have started my business if she did not come alongside me and say, hey, I think we can do this. She was the extra push that I needed to start a business. And that's a great segue into what i wanted to ask under 30 mm-hmm. crushing it right thank you yeah. um there's there's moxie there but it's a subtle moxie if mm-hmm. you will um why should a business owner trust you mm. so they should trust me because i actually give a shit <laughs> um i like i said how i started you know talking with you guys about who i am i actually care about people and i care if you know, if they're passionate deeply about the business and they're running towards what God's called them to do, that's a scary path. And to your point too, like there's a lot of obstacles that come with that too. There's, um, there's problems that come up left and right. And I'm just so passionate about encouraging people in the space of marketing, you know, not just marketing, but we'll make your social media look good, but I actually want you to be successful as a business too. Um, so that's why they should trust me is because I'm in it with them. I'm figuring out my business as well. And we're all figuring it out. And I actually, I'm a people person and I just want people to be successful and happy. So, so real quickly, before we get ready to, uh, to land the plane, mm-hmm. I'd be remiss if I didn't give you the opportunity. How yeah. can our visionaries, if they have a business or they want to increase their social media presence, how can they get a hold of you and loud agency? Yes, um, so they can actually go to loudagency.co. Let me look at the camera real quick. <laughs> yeah. No, loudagency.co, um, and you can check out our website. There's actually a tab where you can submit a form, and it will ask you a few questions. And if you're curious to know, hey, do you want to work with us, that's the place to do it, and we'll get back with you um, to set up a consult call. And, and they, we'll do a, they do a great job. They do a great you. job. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, our team is so talented they could eat me they're so talented <laughs> and that inspires me I, i'm i'm glad you brought that up yeah as a as a younger ceo of a, of a, a social media agency yeah um there's a lot of talented people out there that, that understand way more than i do right on social media um how do you go about procuring new talent mm, oh my gosh good question Well, one of my things is, um, one, I just have a pulse. You know, I am on social media all the time. I'm keeping a pulse on people. I'm seeing, okay, this person is so talented. Um, Let me just keep an eye on them. Let me see what they're up to. Let me see if there's a place for them eventually in our business. There's that aspect of it. And then there's also this thing that I like to say. 
become the motherfucking son, like be the son in your industry. So everything that we do is to be magnetic, to draw people in. So we, our site looks gorgeous. Our social media is gorgeous. We, you know, we're putting out this image of, you know, success and we're radiating light and like love for what we do. And our team is having fun. So I think that that naturally draws in talent who are attracted to that level of success and like just fun. So how did you go about finding like how to do your website and how to create um I don't know what the term is for yeah, marketing, but like for like these um, storyboards, like mm-hmm. to communicate what the client is trying to do. Like, how did you learn all that? Was that from the internships, et cetera? Or? Yeah, so funny. The website in itself was actually, um, it's funny. I found a website that I loved, and I was not a website developer by trade. Not even at Social Revolt did I learn how to develop websites. But I found one that I loved, and I was like, I'm going to recreate that. I don't care what the fuck it takes, but I'm going to make that website just to see if I could do it. And I got on Wix, which is, like, the most user-friendly platform. Yes, and I it was, is. Yes, it is. Praise God for Wix. <laughs> like, I would not be here today without that platform. <laughs> so subtle plug. We don't use Wix anymore, but we love it. Um, but it was so user-friendly that I could actually redesign the whole website. Um with my own little spin on it, of course. Um, and that was my first website that landed me two clients because two clients, two people that saw me post about my website on social media um, said, hey, I want that too. I want something like that. And I wasn't a website developer, but I said, okay. And I figured it out. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> Rich, 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 Richard Branson said, hey, uh, get the job that you're looking for and figure out how to do that's it once right. they give it no, to and you. Shout out to you for that too. You oh, know, because you, hey. you, you, yeah, you, you're back. cut from that same cloth. Yeah, I, I, you know, if, if you're trying to get it done, like figure out a way to get it done, like in all the other notes and bolts. Of it's it. always yes. The yeah. answer is always yes. We don't like, we don't say yes. no. We say how. Yeah. Says so a wise yeah. man I get to sit at the table with. Yeah, uh, you figure it out. This being the lab, what does Anna Behringer's lab actually look like? Mm. Mm, yeah. So, like, as far as what exactly? When you clear out everything, you know, Austin's out in the oil field doing what he does, and you mm-hmm. got. 45 minutes to yourself, an hour, the house was quiet. Like, what does it look like when you close out all distractions and you focus on what is you, that's your proverbial lab, i.e. the vision lab. What does your lab look like? Mm. As far as like how I get into flow? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That type of thing? Okay. So a lot of times um, I'll light light either a candle or some incense, something to kind of get like the mood going. Um, I will put on some really good music i've just anything from like you know vibey r&b to it kind of depends on what i'm feeling sometimes i just go hard edm you know john's music that he used to listen to like the crazy shit i'll listen to that stuff too it depends on what kind of stuff i have to be doing in that day clear my space um here lately i've actually been opening up the bible too and i'll just open it up to a random page (laughs) um put my hands on it read um read a little bit from it, digest that, and then say, hey, I'm going to go into today um, with this clean mind, take that 10 minutes or so to prep with the candles, the music, the coffee too, get the ambiance going. Um, and I have to decide that I'm going to show up and I'm going to figure everything out um, in that day. So I love that. Decide that you're going to show up and mm. figure it out. Decide that you're going to show up. A lot can be done when you decide to actually show up. That's that's a, such a key yeah. um, phrase, but 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 an action item. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to show up today, 
and I'll figure it out. In order to do something, you that's a win. Do that's something. a win right out the yeah. gate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, this has been absolutely amazing. I think we could talk for you to you for hours. Oh, um, no. uh, you know, thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for, you know, jumping into the lab. Yeah. Um, I I, I want to challenge you on this next question. Mm. Okay. And I want you to look into the camera, your camera, okay. and tell tell visionaries, tell uh, those that are aspiring to be in the sp- uh, social media space, what mm-hmm. advice do you have for them? Mm-hmm. Unadulterated, just off the cuff, like the raw. Here's what they're going to have to deal with. Mm. Be certain of your style of, you know, this is my style. This is the work that I like to produce. And then know that sometimes people are just not going to resonate with it. There's going to be times where your work, whether you are in social media or you're just creating something, you're creating a business, you're creating anything, people aren't just going to jive with it. They're not going to like it. But there's a reason why that vision was put on your heart specifically. And it's your job to stick to it and bring it to life. Because if you stray, that's not you. That's someone else, you know. And you've got to learn to, to be okay if, if you deliver something to a client and they're like, hey, this is not right. You know, at the end of the day, you have the choice. You know, the client, you know, you might need to alter it for the client's sake. But <laughs> if you're straying from your style consistently, then maybe you need to pivot a little bit. And that's okay. But just own, own your style. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, We're about to land the plane. One more time. How can our visionaries get a hold of you, get a hold of Loud Agency, website, all that fun stuff? Yes. So website is loudagency.co. Instagram and TikTok is loudagency.co. If you're looking for a job, we are hiring. And if you're looking to work with us, we'd love to work with you and set up a consult call. I love it. Love it. Uh, Anna, what what is the long-term vision? For Anna Berenger slash question. oh yeah because yeah, you've done yeah, some yeah. research yeah mm-hmm. um, for Anna Berenger as well as Loud Co. Or Loud yes, Agency Loud excuse agency, me Loud Agency yes um, so Loud Agency I'm it's so funny like talking about social media because I love social media so deeply but the big term too or big picture goal is that there's going to be multiple companies it's not just going to be Loud Agency doc- dot co or our website now you got me saying yeah. it. i'm like i can't even say the name of my company i said uh, whiskey it's not just gonna be loud agency <laughs> it's gonna be um so femme fatale is my women's community too we host women's events um when the time is right i'm going to reactivate that i've actually hosted it in the hosted events in the past we've got an awesome instagram that i'm going to reactivate but i i i know that in life you've got to dial into something to make sure that it gets up and running and it gets up and running smoothly and I've been putting in you know five years of work on loud probably got another year before I can fully step into femme fatale too and you know equip someone else inside of our team to be the head of loud Um, but we've got femme fatale in the near future and (laughs) multiple concepts that will be down the road I want to do a restaurant concept I want to do um, kind of a supper club concept too but that's I've got so many ideas, man. It is crazy. One thing at a time, though. I, I learned that from a, a lot of people. You got to do one thing at a well, time. Well, don't, don't forget about the little people. Hey, like I won't. I won't <laughs> do that. <laughs> I can never. You guys are not little either. You're talking about vision. That's a fucking huge mission. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. So we ask everybody on the show this question. Yes. It's you. There's a round table. You get five other seats. 
Mm. You get to have whoever you want at the table. The only yeah. stipulation we put on it is you can't have God at your table. It's too it's easy. like Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> the head well, of the table. <laughs> it's too easy. Who wouldn't want to have him at the table? I know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. man, that's so hard. Because immediately, like, like family's first for me. Like, that's, no right or wrong answer. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, my... If my family's not there, that that takes up all the seats already. You know, yeah, you, got, you got a big family, what, uh, like three sisters or two. No, so I got one sister, and she's okay. honestly one of my biggest whys too. That's a whole part of the. That's maybe for another episode, but mm. yeah, she's got to be at the table. She's my girl. Um, definitely her. Um, someday I'd, I'd always love to sit down with Tony Robbins. I always picture myself being good friends with him, so he'd be at my table. That's two. Uh, that's two. Elvis Presley. Hey. <laughs> Three. Um, let's see. Outside of, of course, boyfriend and friends, and so I'm like, I don't know how how many seats do I get. You got two Some, more. Somebody gonna make it. Um, oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's at the table. Um, that's four. So that, is that three? Oh, that's yeah, you got Austin, Elvis, your sister, and okay. Tony Robbins. You got that's one. Right. Oh gosh. You got one more. <laughs> no. What about my mom and dad? Um, my mom. My. So you love somebody, somebody you love your be mom upset. better, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom, I guess. Yeah, right. my dad. Cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Yeah. Oh, Damn, dads always get left send, out, send, bro. Send him, send him a postcard. No. Man, I hope my daughters don't do that no. to me. He's, mm. he's at my table, yeah. Well, so mom's not there. That's too hard. My mom's at mom's there. Yeah. No, you you only got one. <sighs> mom. Can you find See? somebody else? Dads like, always get left out, bro. Be upset. I know that's the tricky thing. Yeah. No, it's it's I think all if you fun. were to ask me like as far as people that like inspire me in business, like it'd sure. be a different question or a different answer. But I'll give you that. Go ahead. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that's too hard. It's no, like you, who's you, gonna you die? You got five. No, listen, Dad. Hey, <laughs> listen, Dad. I'm yeah, sorry. You did not make the cut, Dad. Yeah. You didn't make the cut, bro. <laughs> he does make the cut in my heart. Okay, so let's see. I'd have Tony Robbins. Elvis has got to be at the table just for shits and gigs. Um, mm -mm -mm. founder of Create and Cultivate is going to be at my table too. Her name is Jacqueline. Um, and then let's see here. Who else? Tony Robbins, Elvis, founder of Create and Cultivate. You get two more. Two more. Okay. Um, we know it's not dad. Mm. (laughs) No, let's put John C. Maxwell there. I love John C. Maxwell. Is that? Yeah, I think so. Cheers to that. Okay, cheers and to then that. you, you know what? Let's put Les Brown at the table too. I love Les Brown. Yeah, it is a good table. Have you guys seen um, that one video where he's talking about I'm the one? No, I'm not. He's got a ton of of of, of, oh of content that's out there. Um, we obviously we had his daughter. Shout on out the to Ona. So cool. Yeah, Doctor oh Ona Brown. Gosh, yeah. So if you guys haven't seen that uh, episode, make sure you check that out on YouTube. But mm-hmm. yeah, Doctor Ona Love Brown. Just a remarkable. Uh, family mm-hmm. that and they all speak the same language not yes. not not the same way but like the same language and it's it resonates and it hits home um to every for for everybody it's a um, level of vibration I think yeah call it. And, and it's not i think we you know we talked about this on the show as well but like it doesn't mean that you haven't gone through your shit you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. mean like we have the story and, and I'll, I'll share it only because Ona shared on the show, like, Les was dealing with cancer, mm-hmm. right? And she, she juiced, got, you know, uh, started getting into juicing and got him back on the on the right foot, so yeah. to speak. But his vibration never changed. 
his energy never changed and his attitude, his mindset, his vision mm -hmm. has never changed. And so uh, just a remarkable, remarkable family. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, love, love Les Brown, love Ona Brown. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's a good person to have. At the Absolutely. at the table for sure. Uh, yeah, I love how real he is too. He's so relatable too. It's yeah, it's it's been his real it. life. He's been it's it, it's yeah. real life, man. And, and 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 you talked about that with with loud and and in social media is that it's authentic, yeah. right? Um, I, I did a counseling session three years ago, maybe four years ago, and and my word, one of my words that that was was placed on me was authenticity. Mm. Um especially in a social media age where you only see the finished product and now people are kind of showing you all the bloopers and, and you know with their reels or, or excuse me their bloopers on trying to make their reels yeah but but for a long period of time like it was only the finished product and Les Brown and, and that family they give you the authenticity and it's not fake or phony and when we talked you know offline mm -hmm. um it wasn't, you know, being recorded. She's like, the same person. <laughs> she's the same person. You know wow, what I mean? And yeah. and that that to me is so fucking beautiful. You know what I mean? And yeah. and and you share the same thing. You know, yeah. like you come from a very rich and authentic uh, place, mm -hmm. and I think that's what resonates with your clients and your and and people that want to work with you. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm tremendously, tremendously grateful. For you jumping into the lab with us, smoking a cigar, having some whiskey with us, and, and chopping it up. Um, yes. Before we land the plane, I, I always ask these questions to to our guests. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so we asked the, the the vision question. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, in case you didn't know, we do have a magical time machine. Magical yep. time machine? No yeah. way. Yeah. Can I yeah. mean Jesus Christ? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want that. The weight yeah, of the yeah. world. The weight of the world on your shoulders. I don't think you want that. That was only meant for yeah, one person to carry. Yeah, yeah I don't, right. I don't want yeah. that. But um, what advice would you be giving yourself, okay, mm. five years ago? Ooh, I've so heard you're 21. This, yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. stick it out like stick it out um you know i think that's the hard thing is when when god puts a vision on you you come through a lot you encounter a lot um and there's been so many times when i was like is this really what i'm supposed to be doing why is it so hard is it supposed to be this hard but i'm seeing now like there's no running away from like this purpose that you have there's what you're here to do, it'll just keep on circling back in your mind. Yeah. And um, there's, I would just say, stay, stay calm. You know, it's okay. Just stick, put one foot in front of the other. Just you're on the right path. Um, validate that you're on the right path. Um, you know. I love it. I'll do I love that, it. Yeah. So I'm gonna make you a little bit older. Yeah. Okay. You're five years older now. Mm -hmm. What advice is the older version of Anna? And she's looking back to you today in 2023. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What advice is she giving you today? Hmm. I think she's telling me to, to trust the people that I have surrounded myself, um, specifically in the team, trust them fully, start to delegate, give them, you know, tasks like in, 
empower them empower them to yeah to do everything you know as far as that's such a tricky question for me yeah i think i don't know why this one is tripping me up so much it's supposed to yeah it's because you're, thing, you're looking yeah. at yourself in the future and that person is actually telling you what to do today mm. and i break down the do more, why yeah d- she'd be telling me do more of what sets your like your soul on fire those things are the things that you need to be doing everything else delegate the rest like delegate the rest you've got this amazing team lean into your strengths and that's how the this business is going to continue to be successful and how your life is going to continue to thrive and you know be fulfilled is to lean into the strengths and what i'm naturally drawn to yeah two more things that make me happy I'll tell you why and give you a peek behind the curtain, yeah. um, if you will, on that question. Because it's easy to look back and say five years ago, oh, I would have told myself to do this. Because you, you already had the blueprint, right? Totally, like you've already yeah. lived those five years previous, right? Mm-hmm. But when we look at the, the, the future version of ourselves, it does two things, right? It puts you in a state, a mental state of who I am at that point. And at that point, five years from now. Yeah. So that means you got to walk that path to mm-hmm. get to that person, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is the reflective part about it, right? Yeah. So that person looking back to you and telling you, like, hey, Anna, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It forces you. I shouldn't say forces you. It, it, it makes you accountable to the goals, the visions, the dreams that you have. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So you in essence, what you've done is you've mapped out the next five years subliminally or subconsciously. Yeah, because I'm even thinking, you know, how is my life going to shift when I start moving in that direction? Yeah. Um, It's going to look like more of this, more of sharing my story, talking, you know, having these meaningful conversations. It's going to look like more public speaking. It's going to look like more um it may be a family yeah maybe a family yeah <laughs> maybe how do i navigate these waters exactly, you know exactly yeah so yeah it's an ex- it's how an exciting more thing peace in my life too, yeah because right now you know a lot of the stress is from being so in the inner workings of the business the day-to-day side of things and that's stuff that my team can handle they're so talented you know and i've got to be thinking next steps and next steps for me is more like the big picture kind of vision. So one of the reasons why I love to, to ask that question is because obviously us being in the social media age, Mm -hmm. right. It's housed and archived on, on YouTube. So you can hold yourself accountable and look back five years from now in 2028 say, well, shit, (laughs) did I do what I said I was going to do? I love it. Yeah. You know, that so so cool. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like to look back on this. Mark your calendar. April twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Two thousand twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Put I'm a calendar reminder. Yeah. The first ever podcast with the vision lab. Yeah. Hell and yeah. and <laughs> you smoked with us. Yeah. I know. So Anna, thank you so much I for, for jumping into the lab. It's been amazing. The energy here is electric. Um very grateful for your time. Mm-hmm. Um and pouring into us and visionaries I'm, I'm hoping and praying that you guys got a lot about it, uh, a lot out of this um remember each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom on the trail of life at the end of the day my friends it's up to you to pick them up ladies and gentlemen my name is ryan mosley he is ryan cuffy thank you again to our guest and the founder of the loud social media agency anna Beringer. and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode of the vision lab podcast blessings